think it's going to be all right now? No issues? The recording. Give, give it a go. <laughs> give it a red hot go. Give it a red hot go. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Hello. One and indeed all. Two, playing Devil's Avocado, the podcast, episode 33, Hello. after a little break, a little little sojourn. A, a comfort break. A comfort break. So <laughs> <laughs> that we have to have a wee. Um, I am Claire Isaac. You yes. are Lisa Sinclair. Hello, I am Lisa Sinclair. <laughs> and this is our podcast. Um, yes. If you haven't been here before... Apologies in advance. <laughs> um, it's for ladies, mostly over forty-five, but anyone can have some fun and might relate to some yeah. of the whingy they kind might. of they hilarity. They might. Um, yeah. And this week, after a couple of weeks off, we're going to talk about the end of lockdown because, of course, in the time that it's taken for us to come back, people are out of lockdown now. Yes, that's so that's correct. exciting. We're going to talk. Most of Australia. Yeah. Most of Australia. Yeah. We're also going to all do. All of Australia, I think. Yeah, I think everyone's out now in varying degrees yeah. of well, outness. The borders aren't all open. No. No. We're out within our own yes. area. Um, yes. It's a Christmas special countdown. Area. Christmas countdown. Don't say special area. It is, <laughs> it's a Christmas countdown. We've got some culture club. We've got a beauty spa. We've got a bit of what hurts now. And a big question. Yeah. And some yeah. work stuff too. So it's everything you could possibly want from an episode and more, or and less. In one, in <laughs> one big, one big parcel of fun. <laughs> We've, yes. So let's go, Lisa. All right. All right. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Um, it's all fun and games, isn't it? Now it is. Yeah. How have you been since lockdown ended? Uh, I've been all right. You've been out been, and about? Know, I have been out a bit. I've been to um went to a restaurant, been to the pub, um, haven't been to the cinema yet, haven't been to a haven't done any culture. I think right. culture's next on my list. Right. You know, maybe an art gallery or something Ooh, yeah. might be nice. Yeah, get back in there. It's a big um big big uh, Matisse exhibition coming up. In Sydney, right. might go to that, Claire. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be lovely. Yeah. You and 50 yeah. million other people who have exactly yeah. the same thought at the same time. That's right. I have. Um, I too have eaten out, mm. and I've had a massa- foot massage, which I loved. Oh, yeah, I've had a pedi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't done any culture either, although I have been to the cinema a couple of times. The first one I've You've already spoken about. But, yes, I went on a caravan. Yeah, now, how was that? Anyone who knows me will know that that is completely out of character. <laughs> Contraindicated. <laughs> yes. I am very high maintenance. Um, but I actually quite enjoyed it. You know, the you only didn't thing... Have a, a toilet block? No. Oh, I had a toilet block. I didn't have a toilet yeah. in the caravan. Now, of course, no, if you so have you... a modern caravan, you have a toilet in there, and that's all fine and dandy. And I would be absolutely... Having stayed in a caravan with that one, I would be absolutely fine to be in a caravan with a toilet. That would be... I would, would be able you? to do anything. Yeah. I'd go anywhere. Because I, I wonder if it's better to have a toilet in the toilet block rather than, in the, rather than a toilet that blocks in your caravan. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
Yeah. Maybe, but like I was terrified. I've always been really scared since I was a kid of insects and things like that and spiders and stuff like that. Mm. So my worst case scenario is when, whenever I was a kid camping was that I'd have to walk with a torch to the toilet block and there'd be a oh, massive yes. spider on the door or, you know, and yeah. it would just be terrifying. So um, surprisingly, I got up at 4.30 in the morning. I lit my torch. My husband said, do you want me to come with you? And I said, no, no. So he peered through the slats of the blinds in the caravan as I walked nervously to the toilet, went to the bathroom, came back absolutely fine. So I feel like... Well done. I know. I felt like it was a real achievement. Um, We had... It was just lovely. It was an old caravan that my brother-in-law has um, renovated, refurbished. He's got two of them that he rents out. They're really cute. And it was a hipster. They're quite hipster. They've got like yeah. coffee machines and you know. Are they like the old round caravans? They're like though? those old. They're not quite the old round ones. They're like seventies yeah. ones, but they've been all refurbed yeah. inside. So it's got like a double bed, and it's got they they put it up for you at the campsite, so you can't take it anyway. It's no, you don't go anywhere. There. Yeah. Um, and and you know, like we had a barbecue area that we were right close to little picnic tables and sun lounge chairs and fairy lights and and it was just it was just nice I was only there for two days my husband was there for longer um and I think if you were in the middle of summer and 40 degree heat it would be Mm. like being a barbecued inside a (laughs) piece of tin foil but um it was very pleasant I enjoyed it I was surprised surprised myself I tell you what I've noticed um, in terms of eating out and going out. Gosh, it's expensive, isn't it? You forget, don't you? Because you haven't done that. I forget. Yeah. It's so expensive, Claire. I know. I actually haven't I mean, been out. Well, I think we only went out to eat once. We've had we've had very little food. We've had a couple ooh. of just takeaways, but that's I mean that's expensive as well. Ooh, it is expensive, Claire. It is. Yeah. I know, it's mm. funny, isn't it? I feel for restaurants because, I mean, they'll suffer, I think, because people will kind of go, ooh, I don't know if I want to pay that anymore. No, or certainly they won't want to do it two or three times a week. No. 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 Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move on and let me just say yeah. I'll sing something to you. Oh, no. It's a Christmas countdown. I think you just I've, make that up? Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah it's the final countdown. No, I get countdown. it. Yeah. No, I, I do get it. <laughs> so I figured that because it's only a few, seven or eight weeks now till Christmas, so we could start yeah. a countdown and we could talk about oh, our preparations for Christmas. To. I have done nothing, mm. but then I would not have. Like, I, there's no, no way. I'm not that organised. No. Although I have organised. I mean, I do know that my brother's coming up for an early Christmas, so in that way I guess there's some Christmas sort of capers to be had. Um, mm. Haven't planned any gifts, haven't planned any food. But I know that you're thinking about Christmas because you might go... Well, I'm thinking about flying on Christmas Day. Mm, I love that idea. Yes, to the UK to see my mum. Mm. See Maureen, it would be, it'd be lovely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm looking to flights, but the flights are horrendously expensive, so I'm waiting for them to release new flights, and then I'm just trying to work through all the logistics because you have to get test beforehand and then test when you're there and then you have to have this vaccination and this passport this thing that thing it's all quite complicated yeah yeah so i'm just trying to navigate all of that travel as we knew it doesn't exist anymore does it you know what when when they opened when they opened those borders though on the first of november and there was that footage at the airport i cried Mm. did you cry 
Yeah, I didn't, but it was pretty emotional. Yeah, yeah. you just have but a robot, aren't you? You're a robot. Mad. I am a robot. <laughs> it's absolute madness, though, that we can fly. Like, I could fly to London tomorrow if I wanted to, but I can't fly to Queensland or WA. I know, it's just so. It's so ridiculous. Fucked up. Yeah. It is. It's messed up. Um, um, but that would be that would be nice for Christmas, yeah. Yeah. I haven't given any. I don't know if I'm going to buy presents for anyone this year or not. I'm not sure if you've deserved it, whether you've been good enough. <laughs> I've been um, good. I don't know. I feel like everyone's a bit shocked out. You know what I, I mean? I do know what you mean. It's funny. It's my nephew's birthday tomorrow, the day that this comes out, actually. Happy birthday, Charlie. Happy and birthday. I bought him a present online because that's just what I do these days. I just get mm. it delivered. But, of course, it can't get delivered on the day because there's no opportunity for it to be delivered before 2025. <laughs> so yes. he'll be 20 by the time he gets his present. But it'll be lovely when he gets it. Um, I've decided to stop buying yeah, anything online. I think I'm, I'm not. I've bought so much online that come when it arrives, it's so disappointing. It's always the wrong size, or it's a piece of shit, or it doesn't work, or it's just all crap anyway. Um, so I just decided I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. Right. I'm, I'm over online shopping. I bought these rugs the other day, and I phoned up the shop and said, "Have you got these in stock?" And they said, "Yes." And they said, "Would you like to buy them now?" I said, no, I'll come up and have a look at them. And when I went to look at them, they were completely different colour to what I thought they were. And I'm so glad I didn't buy them. And then I bought the other ones that were the right. But I think there's something about shopping in person that you you get what you want. Whereas online shopping, it's a bit risky, isn't it? It's a bit hit or miss. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think if you know what you want, like if you're buying necessities that you've bought time and time again and you know what they are and they don't change. But yes, I agree. Clothes are a bit fraught. Although I've had some good luck. Furniture. Temple and Webster have done quite well out of me, and <laughs> everything that's arrived has not been quite right. Not through no fault of theirs, no. No, because you're crap at measuring. <laughs> I'm crap at measuring, or it just doesn't look right once I've seen it in the flesh. Yeah. So that's it for me. No more online shopping. Yeah. Great. Well, I I take well, my hat off to you. I um, yes. stopped buying, as you know, I stopped buying um, dehydrated fruit online and I dehydrated my own in the oven. But then my neighbour, Fiona, we shall call her Fiona, said, oh, you could just use my dehydrator. So I spent Sunday dehydrating more fruit just because I could, because she had a dehydrator. Oh. Well, I know what I'm getting for Christmas from you then. <laughs> a little bit of old dried up orange. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. <laughs> but you did buy something lovely. Did you buy this in person though? No, you... I bought it online, having said all that. Oh. Um I bought um an in essence therapeutic diffuser. Yeah. Oh my god, it's absolutely amazing. Have you seen these? Well, I have seen them. I had I used to have a diffuser, but I think this one's a bit flashy, isn't it? Because it it's more it to it so than it, just diffusing. You put in your oil. They make all these nice oils, and you put the oil in. You fill it up with some water, and you put the oil in, and then it starts purifying and humidifying the air. Mm. And then it also has um, different colour settings, mm. so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So it changes colour, mm-hmm. or you can put it on a flickering candle setting. Ooh, I like and that. And then you, yeah, and then you can put it on for um, like one hour, two hours, three hours. You can put it on for a timer. So you, I've got a sleeping oil so you put it on when you go to sleep mm. um yeah and then it switches mm. itself off it's fantastic and the There's oil a lot of preparation for your um sleeping these days because you've got to listen to a lot of things know, we'll talk oh, about we'll that later about it later but yes but, and then burning you know oils and you know 
things yes. happening all over the shop. But this um, diffuser is honestly one of the best things ever. I can't recommend it enough. All right, let's do some Culture Club. Culture Club! Culture Club. <clears throat> what have you been watching, Lisa, that is worthy of discussion after two Ooh. weeks of not having our recommendations the people are crying out i tell you oh what have i been watching succession. i have been watching succession the block um real housewives of melbourne um <laughs> and doing a bit of ozark because the new season's coming oh well, so that's a, so that's a actually, lovely combo yeah i haven't watched anything like new new succession's new new Oh, yeah, but have we talked about that already, though? No, no, it hadn't been out when we started. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Well, Succession is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Love it so much. It's hilarious. It's smart. I'm not always sure what's going on. It's a bit like Morning, <laughs> like morning Wars. I'm yeah. never entirely sure what's going on, but it looks it's great. Very clever. It's so clever um, that you just don't really understand it. And I think that's the, that's the beauty of it. It's just, it's just amazing and, yes, totally un, um, unable to understand anything that happens in it. No, I know. It's very confusing, but I do like all the dynamics between the brothers and sisters. They're so awful to each other, aren't they? Uh, Chev is just the evilest of all evil. So evil. And you just, is it going to be another season? Yeah, know? they've already signed for the fourth oh, one. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So we're not actually going to get a resolution this no. this season then, really. But I do think Shiv is going to conquer the world, isn't she? It's just so awesome, isn't it? Because and you just, you know, like all of the all of the parts would be lacking if they weren't all together. You know, they need each other to be as awful and as amazing as each other. It's just so well done. If you haven't watched it, it's on... And what about Cousin Greg? Oh, yeah, Cousin, Cousin Greg's Greg's fantastic. so great. So if you haven't watched it, it's an HBO show. It's on Foxtel. It's currently on its second, third season third season um so you've you got can, a fourth to come yeah and you can watch this first two before you start watching this one if you if you need to uh, you should because it's just so brilliantly written it's it's funny and clever it's the one about the media family that's you know it's just quite extraordinary tv yes on the Best other tv on the other side of tv i've been mm-hmm. watching two very strange pieces of television yes i watched, I watched sex love and goop Oh, yes. Which is the Netflix show with Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, where yes. um, it's quite confronting, gets quite graphic. A little bit too much for you, I would suggest. But, oh, yes. Um, and they have all these kind of random... So basically the premise is there's couples that need help in their sex lives, um, reconnecting. It's a lot of reconnection. You know what Gwyneth's like. She loves a bit of reconnecting. And um, they get these sexual wholeness coaches and wellness coaches and all these sort of people with very strange names to help them through this process. Um, mm. And so some of it's quite graphic. Like some of it, they're actually doing sexy things to each other and trying to work out what's holding them back, etc. Some of it's about emotional blockages and all that kind of thing. And that kind of stuff, I don't, you know, it's not my, not my bag, man. But mm. the good bit is that they're real people. So all the bodies on it are flawed and fabulous and... They jiggle and they wiggle and, and they, you know, and hair's grey and, you know, and it's just, it's really nice to watch what real people. Well, all hair, I would imagine. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hello. Um, it's quite empowering um, and I cried, but then I cry at lots of things, as you know. But the thing that really upset me the most is that Gwyneth sits on her couch talking to her sex guru person with her shoes on the couch. Oh. I know. But maybe they were her indoor shoes. No, they're heels. Oh, 
They're not a slipper you... or a flat. Mm, okay, I think maybe she's... she doesn't wear them out the house. Maybe. Maybe they're just the stylist just bought them along. I just think, get your shoes off the furniture. Every time oh, she's yes. talking, I'm like, get your shoes off the furniture, Gwyneth. Oh, Gwyneth, Gwyneth. Oh, I'll have to... Um, I have to um, consciously uncouple from you and your show. Yeah. And the other yeah. thing I've been watching that's quite um, uh, down market is Celebrity Big Brother VIP. Celebrity, what is it called? Big Brother VIP. I forgot it was on. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I can't recommend it, but by God, it was entertaining. It's got such a fucking bizarro mix of people on it. Mm, the Thomas is, Markle, yeah, who's just, who's just like this doofus. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about him because I just don't really understand what he's doing there. But the, sta- the standout for me is Caitlyn Jenner. She is amazing. You have to watch wait, it for wait, her. What do you mean amazing? Amazing She's in what She's just, well, because... She, you start off right and you think all these people are all, they're very aware of what they're doing. They've, they're obviously being, so it's got Amorosa, you know, the woman who worked for Donald Trump who was in um, yeah. on TV before that. Then they've got Caitlyn Jenner, they've got Thomas Markle Jr. And then they've got a whole bunch of kind of Australian sportsmen um, and reality TV people sort of bringing up the rear. So it's this really strange mixture of people. Imogen, who went out with Kyle Sanderlands for eight years or something. Oh, yes. Jessica Power, who was on Married at First yeah, Sight. Max. Yeah. Um, and then, like, these sort of indiscriminate sports people with lots of neck tattoos who, you know, uh, they're boys. There's lots of talk about the boys. So they're all kind of gross, but they're kind of sweet. They have They obviously have redemption because they're family men and they've had issues and you know it's it's sort of sweet but they on first glance like oh oh, du bois but caitlin comes in and she's like she's just very aware of their um what how they might take her and and also of her star level is so much higher than everyone else so Mm. on the one hand she's sort of being really starry and stuff and then she's got she's 71 and last night in the second episode she won a physical challenge that was a strength challenge she's a 71 year old woman well she's an olympian Yes, but like it was quite extraordinary. You just go, you are, you are a powerhouse. Mm. I bow down to you. And she's just so. Um, she I mean, talking... she's one of the greatest Olympians. Yes, America's ever had. Isn't yes, she? she is. Yeah. And there was also there's this great moment where they say um, someone asks her who taught her to put her makeup on, and then they go, Oh yeah, of course. You know, you, I forget who your kids are, and um, and she goes, Oh, I taught myself when I was. I've been wearing makeup since I was a kid because of course she's, mm. she hid her otherness you know for such a long time before she actually decided that she was going to come out and and start her own journey so it's like this amazing you know there's just all these little glimpses inside her world and you just go far out your life's been so hard and traumatic and at the same time heroic you know like there's all this stuff so she's certainly worth watching just for her okay well, I might tune in a little bit. It is car crash TV, though, so be prepared for you know the lowest of the well, lowest. I don't mind a bit of I don't mind a bit of car crash TV, as you know. I know you don't. Hmm. Um, have you read anything good? Well, talking of car crash TV, <laughs> I have read. Um, have you read all the stuff about the book, the Real Housewives book? No. So it's um, it's called Not All Diamonds and Rose, the inside story of the Real Housewives from the people who lived it. 
Um, and if you are into Real Housewives, which, as you know, I am, mm -hmm. um, it's fantastic. So they, they talk to the producers. They talk to Andy Cohen, who sort of invented the series. They go from the beginning about how it all came to be. Then they talk to all the various housewives from different franchises. There's lots of tea being spilt. It's a big old gossipy mess. Um, and I love it. <laughs> you couldn't um, get enough. Couldn't get enough. It's had so much pickup all around the world. All the, you know, every website's picked up on it. And then all the, everyone's been fighting with each other about the stuff that's been written in the book. And so it's just spawned all this sort of, you know, life yeah. of its own. Um, but I thought it was interesting reading. I know that everybody poo-poos me in my Real Housewives obsession. <laughs> but it's interesting that they talk about how until they came on the scene, there was no platform for women over... 45 on TV you just didn't mm. see women over 45 on the telly and you didn't see them as even though they're real housewives this they're it's all quite warts and all you know yeah the thing about real housewives is you've got divorces you've got people dying you've yeah. got cheating you've yeah. got court cases you know it really does cover the whole gamut of life and and it's real people and before them you never saw women on TV like that and you never saw women getting drunk and behaving badly um so I quite like that aspect of it because yeah. I thought that's very true it's very it true is. and even now like Real Housewives of Melbourne um you know Janet who's the sort of the queen bee mm. um oh Timmy that's nice thank you oh that's a new snack attack um <laughs> sorry he's just got me a little cheesy snack um should talk put it down for snack attack but even Janet who's the queen bee down in Melbourne she's 63 well she claims to be 63 I mean she could be older for all we know um, you know, and to sort of see her on TV, it's a good thing, I think. It's a good thing that more women are seen on TV at a later age in that later stage. What book did you read? Well, I read The Younger Wife by Sally Hepworth, which is a very you book. Look, I have read some of her books, but I don't love them. Oh. She's Australian, isn't she? Yeah, so I read The Good Sister last year and I really liked it, which I was surprised by because I thought that I wouldn't. Yeah. So I've just read the new one, which is The Younger Wife. And look, it's uh, it's good because it's got lots of twists and turns, let me mm. put it that way. And it would be a great holiday read for our yep. Christmas, you know, if you're going to buy a book for, a Chris, for our Christmas countdown... You could, um, that would be a one for any um, lady who wants to lie by the pool, perhaps. Right. Um, I didn't mind it. It's, just, it's um, you know, it's a story as old as the hills, isn't it? When an older man marries a younger wife. But it's sort of like Sorry. the intrigue is upped because there's all sorts of family scandal and someone's still around and there's all sorts of stuff going on. There's secret people around. and, and it sounds and, right up my alley. Yeah, it's quite, it's, I think you'd like it. I think you should read it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am actually reading a book, um, which I can talk about next time, which is the new Amor Towers. Have you read? Oh, Did yes. you read? The Last Gentleman in Moscow. Well, I've got it, but I haven't read it because I found oh. it quite difficult to start off with. That's the one where oh. he's in a hotel, right? Yes, which yeah. I loved. Yeah. So I'm reading his new one, which is really great, and I will talk about it. I'll be finished by next week. Okay, excellent news. All right, let's do some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Beauty spot. Um, you don't have anything for beauty spot, but I just wanted to quickly say that I bought the Jojoba Company Eye Serum. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yes. 
It's great. Is it the one in the little pot or in a little, little it's bottle? It's in a little bottle with a funny little dropper that you rub on, mm. and, the, and the end of the dropper is quite cold and metallic, so it kind oh. of is nice on your eyes. Mm. Um, my husband and I have been using that most mornings. I mean, I I think that I look absolutely terrible at the moment. I feel like my whole face is drooping, and you know, but it certainly yeah. helped with the eyes, definitely helped with the eyes. So that's nice. Um, and then I also just wanted to have another conversation about the dust and glow powder shampoo that i bought ages ago that i said it was expensive but was really good because Mm -hmm. my scalp has been really playing up lately and all of us ladies who've got itchy psoriasis or itchy scalps whatever i highly recommend it it's not a paid like not an ad i've been buying it but it's it's like this powdered shampoo and it's just made of coconut husk or something like what what foams is so natural and it doesn't irritate my scalp like all of those shampoos it doesn't have any perfume or anything like that so mm. you know if you want your hair to smell nice it ain't going to that's not going to do anything but honestly really amazing it's from new zealand it's a, a french woman who lives in new zealand who's created this whole range and i can't i seriously i cannot recommend it highly enough if you've got sensitive scalp i know it's expensive but also it's a tiny bottle so it's really good for traveling when you go and do your when we all leave the country yes oh it'll be life-changing just pop it in your backpack and away you go well i haven't had an itchy scalp since um i stopped using conditioner oh Remember back in yes. when I got my hair cut up in Brisbane and the woman said, stop using conditioner? Yeah. I haven't had an itchy scalp since then. That's amazing. All yeah. my life has been, like, battling with mm. that. So, interesting. Well, maybe you should try that. Maybe Give I will. Or that my hair... <laughs> I look like I put my finger in a socket. Oh, you'll be au naturel. <laughs> the real Claire. Uh, the real me will come out. I don't know if I want that. Oh, Whoa. All right, let's do What Hurts Now. Now. What Hurts Now, Lucy? You've got a couple of things here. You seem to be in yes, a lot of pain. I've diagnosed, myself, I've diagnosed myself with a neurological condition, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking on my drink. So is that I took the on, Dr. I took Google? The online test. Right. Um, I've, I've decided I've got mesophonia. Right. You know what that it's is? A, it's a shame, and I've loved working with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. What is it? Well, I've always been super sensitive to sound and noise, mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of got to the point where I can't bear any neighbour noise, and I've had all the roadworks going on and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, mesophonia is like this, where you have this extreme reaction to certain noises, so, for example, people crunching food around me will send me insane. Yeah. And um, and people are triggered by certain noises. So, for me, there's crunchy. The base of Duff Duff, if I'm not actually in the Duff Duff, sends me <laughs> mad. So, there's certain noises that trigger this, like, angry reaction. Right. Um, and then even the thought of the noises make you stressed and anxious. Wow, okay. Yeah, so this is what I've decided I've got. And so we talked a while ago about 
white noise and how white noise was changing my life. Yeah. I've now discovered there is pink noise and brown noise. Did you know that? Well, I didn't until you said that, and then I looked it up last night. And I don't know that I could go to sleep with brown noise happening. It's very noisy noise. Brown noise is quite noisy. Pink noise is absolutely delightful. So it's like wind or rain, right? It's quite intense noise. Yeah, and it's I think it's all the same stuff, but it's different frequencies. Right. So it's whatever your is whatever level you hear at will be whether you like the white noise, the pink noise, or the brown noise. Right. And then some people have like done mixes of the pink, brown, and white, which they call Neapolitan noise. Oh, I um, see what they did there. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there with really big noise issues. I tell you, it's a big thing, noise. And I yeah. think modern life is just work, making it worse than ever. I agree. I, I just yeah. um, there's a it, when my husband has just gone back into the office, but before he worked from home, every Thursday or Wednesday, depending, the people next door would get their garden done, and it was just used to drive us insane. The noise yeah. of the fucking whippersnapper. Oh, the strimmer. And yeah, um, leaf blower. Yeah, and you just you know you think you can block it out, but you can't, and then you wonder why oh. you're on edge for the whole day and. I got, um, because the roadworks were so bad outside, they gave us noise-cancelling headphones, mm. um, and they're really good ones, and that is just like, that's changed everything. It's like, it's like they suck all the noise out, and mm. you put them on your ears, and then it sucks it all out. Mm. So they've been amazing, but you can't sleep in them because they're massive. Um, but I do think modern modern life has a lot to um, answer for in terms of noise pollution and what it's doing to people's anxiety levels. Yeah, probably. Mm. That's my what hurts now. Oh, that's nice. Well, I yeah. think I mean at least you've just, you've self-diagnosed and you've you've yeah, self self-soothed as well. Yeah, there's good. no so, cure for it. Well, I'm sure you'll find one. If anyone can, you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also speaking of um, self-soothing, Lisa, mm-hmm. you sent me this great link, and it was to a crying room. Which I oh, just yeah. loved the idea yeah. of a crying room. So, can you tell us a little more? Well, about... it's, so it's projects that didn't get built actually, but that were suggested. Uni- University of Newcastle professor of architecture M- Michael Chapman, um, they like to draw speculative ideas, and his proposal for a crying room that would be a place to let it all out after Ugh. a grueling lockdown. Ugh. But I mean, Claire, we've had crying rooms for years at work, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, let's call them any meeting room that no one's in. Uh, Do you remember we worked on one, in one particular place, and when I worked there, I was said I was told, "Oh, that's the crying room," <laughs> and it is literally where people used to go to cry. cry yes, I think it's a good idea to have a crying room. I agree. I think I think it's a vital part of, and also you know how these days we're all talking about menopausal women and how to help them in the workplace and all that kind of stuff. I think a crying room is part of the menopausal mapping roadmap for many companies. Um, because, you know, the amount of people that need to have a good old blub, you know, Definitely. for no reason or for a reason, depending, but, you know, for their own reason, no judgment here. Um, Professor Chapman's crying room was also um, a good place to chop onions. Oh. <laughs> and then you have the cry, you see. I see. Does it come and with, then like, can, and then tissues? You could make soup out of the onions. Oh, it's useful. Multitasking at its best. Mm. Oh, well, that's fabulous. I love it. That is sort of a what hurts now, but it's a, it's a what hurts now that will always hurt unless we get crying rooms. So people take note. Yeah, 
Yes, we need crying rooms. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you a big question. A big yeah. question. Yeah. Are you a shopaholic, Lisa? Um, I say I that I, I am. You are? Mm. I think we can all agree you probably are. <laughs> How rude. Well, look, there's seven signs according to this test that you found. Where did you find this? Um, it was on In Woman magazine in the UK. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, are you a shopaholic, Claire? Yeah. Should we do the test? We should do the test. But I, I just want to know whether you think you are first. Sorry, I did cut you off because... I thought you might have thought I was being rude because you'd said earlier that you weren't going to do any more online shopping. I didn't want no, you to think I was I judging think, you for it. I think I do have my moments, right. for sure. Okay. I think there are times when I use shopping as an emotional toolkit. Oh, I use it for both negative and positive. Yes. Yeah, let's see if we are. Come Seven on. signs. You spend hours a day scrolling through online shops. Well, not hours. Not hours. Do you spend hours? Well, if I've got a project, like I've just been buying furniture, so yes, I would then. Yeah. But you're not... Yeah, okay. I would spend hours some days if I was looking for something or if I... Yes. Yes. But other days... Not as a general rule, though. You spend more than you can afford. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I'm probably okay with that. I think maybe can afford is a kind of a, a bizarre... Phrase because yes. it should be should afford perhaps you know like yes. you've got if you've you've, you've you've got the money but it's whether you should be spending it on that yes agree right you feel a loss of control when it comes to spending no because I usually only buy small things but a lot of them that's the annoying part for me I think yes I know I don't feel a loss of control I don't think okay do you feel the urge to shop when you get upset or angry yes same. You feel a euphoric rush when you make a purchase? Yes. Can do? Can do, yes. You buy so much that you own many items never worn or used? Yes. Yes. You shop in bed when you should be asleep? Yes. Oh, cat. Cat. You shop Um, in bed when you should be asleep? No. No, I do. You do? Yeah. Oh. I constantly... I think the funny thing is is that I'm always... It's funny, I'm always... um, this is going to be great for someone who wants to analyse me. Um, I'm always thinking about the one thing that if I had in my wardrobe would be the uh, would tie everything together so I wouldn't need to buy anything else. Oh, yeah, what would that be? <laughs> well, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. It. I haven't found it. I'm on the continual search. So I'm, I'm always, like, in bed going, oh, I like the look of that. And then I go away for a minute. I might go, try and go back to sleep or whatever. And then I'll think... Well, but maybe if I did have a pink blazer, that would actually mm, be a really useful be your life thing. And of course, for some reason during lockdown, I've bought three, no, two blazers. I don't work in an office at the moment. Mm. When I did work in an office, I didn't wear blazers, to be honest. But I like them and I like what I like the thought of just throwing a blazer on. And it sort but of when take... you did wear a blazer to the office, everyone would go, oh, you look smart. Yeah, got a job interview, hey. going to court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yes, I'm not sure I'm a shopping addict, but I certainly have my moments. I think I am an addict, but mm. I don't... Are you going to seek help? No, well, because I don't, I don't necessarily think it's at a point where it's a problem, because I also can pay... My bills, I also can save money, I've also paid my tax bill. You know, like I, I think I 
I work within a limited amount of money. My shopping addiction is not buying Manolo Blahnik shoes. My shopping None. addiction is buying $50 T-shirts from places. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that I'm aware of my limits. It's just that I... And also, I only have a certain amount of space, <laughs> space in my house. There's only mm. so many things I can buy before the house explodes and my husband leaves me. That's so, not. yeah. I'm just going to go to the crying room. I'll be back. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Lisa, for your lovely, lovely episode. It was a bit fraught with technical difficulties, so very I apologise, people. <laughs> and I do apologise. My phone was dying. My This didn't charge. This wasn't working. I don't know what. <laughs> and it's not even like to be retrograde. Claire. Oh, don't even get me started. But mm. hopefully it'll be good enough for everyone to just be glad that we're back on in their ears. Hopefully, yes. And we'll see you next week for more more of that, more stuff yes. in your ears. Oh, hello. In your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come hey, to the PDAs, hey. which is our Facebook group. Yeah. Come and see us on the PDAs. Yeah. Bye.